0: Have a good day. Yeah. yeah. Hour two of the Donna and Steve experience.
1: If you were here, we'd give you a raspberry right on your love handle area. Yeah,
0: we would. Thank you. Mike is here.
1: I enjoyed mine. Thank you. For You're both. welcome. Yep, that's something that gets Sorry. them ready to produce mm-hmm. in the morning. <laughs> uh, Boy, to be woken up with a raspberry by someone you <laughs> love and trust... <laughs> Like, if Lou woke me up, giving me a raspberry on, like, my side, I wonder how I'd react.
0: Oh, you'd freak out. What a
1: jarring way to wake up, especially if you got, like, a good inhale beforehand. Because then you can do the raspberry, but you can also just, you know, really make it loud.
0: Good luck with that. Thanks, Donna. Speaking of waking up. What? I would like you to see how dark it was in my room yesterday morning when I woke up. That is an actual picture of my bedroom. That's how dark it is. It's really dark in the morning. Thank you.
1: Did you have your blinds closed? Yes. Okay. Do you have, are they kind of like thick, opaque blinds? Yes. They're blackout blinds? Wow. So slow this down for me one more time so I can get it. So you had your blinds, your blackout shades were drawn, Mm -hmm. and it was dark in your room when you woke up? Whoa. Mike, add this to the best (laughs) of.
0: Okay. So I also have... Ceiling to floor windows. Well, it
1: must (laughs) be nice, Donna.
0: They're really skinny. They're just slivers, right? So custom.
1: Sure. (laughs) I see what you're trying to do. Continue.
0: I don't care. Good. Do it. Donna. And it was still dark when I walked into that area.
1: I don't know what you want from me. I
0: want you to agree that it's very dark in the morning right now.
1: Here's what I am Donna. It got lighter in the morning when we turn the clocks back. That's all I can tell you. That is an objective fact about science. So the fact that now you're coming in hot two weeks in a row saying, boy, but now it's darker in the mornings when scientifically it is the opposite. I don't know what to do with that as a friend who wants to balance telling you the truth and caring for your feelings.
0: I'm just telling you my truth.
1: uh, It's very dark. Open the blinds.
0: Think about it. When it was five o'clock in the morning before, now it's four o'clock in the morning. It's darker right now. Maybe as the earth does its earth thing, it will start to get lighter in the morning.
1: It was, but am I understanding this correctly? Mike, can you please verify this for us via Google? I'm just telling yeah. you my truth. Don't, okay. I'm just telling
0: you my truth. Maybe for people in other parts of the country. No. It's nice and bright in the morning.
1: No, but here's the thing.
0: At six o'clock in the morning, it's still dark.
1: May I have the floor for just a moment? I just want to, I want to make sure I'm processing it right. I'm leaving room for the fact that I might have my wires crossed here. Okay. Okay. The, let's say whatever, the day before we turn the clocks back at 6am, it was whatever color it was outside. Mm -hmm. But now, and let's say it was dark on that next day after we've turned the clocks back, that 6 o'clock is now 5 o'clock, which means the sun is going to be coming up at a higher angle by the time it gets to
0: Because normally six it would be o'clock. 6 o'clock.
1: So my belief is, and Mike can verify this, is that what you have been spouting off is as hashtag my truth is utterly wrong. This is what's wrong with the my truth movement. Sometimes you got people saying things that are science wrong.
0: Maybe I never noticed that it was dark in the morning before, but it's really dark
1: right now. But it's lighter than it was two weeks ago. Mike, what does science say? Well, that's correct. But also, aren't we still, aren't
2: all days getting shorter until we get to December, whatever it is, and then it starts getting longer again?
1: I think that has to do with sunset, not sun up. So here's what we have to do.
3: Hmm. Mike, science. Mike,
1: can you find out for us, Yeah. what was this, when did we t- fall back? What? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. So tell me, when was the sunrise the day before we fell back? Okay. And when okay. was the sunrise the day after?
0: This is great. Word this problems. should really
1: solidify it for all of us. Okay.
0: I am. I I hear you. I hear what's supposed to be happening. I'm just You're telling just looking you, looking
1: out your window and saying something different. I'm it's like, happening.
0: it's really dark outside. Like Could if I were to go a for a walk, I'd have to wear reflectors.
1: How about what if you didn't?
0: Say things out loud.
1: Take pictures of your dark bedroom with your blackout shades closed and no lights on and then say, see how dark it is? That was a waste of all of our time. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? No. No, maybe the would. I guess if you're standing outside, but I just feel like the the the, the sunrise is going to go from, oh, it was at 6.52 the day before and now it's at 5.52 the day after, which just means it's lighter. How many people have turned the channel by now? Must be a lot. <laughs>
0: We do have a caller calling in. I hope it's a scientist.
1: All right. Let's, you All know, right. Yeah. <clears throat> whatever. Here we go. Sure, Hi, um, never time. know how here these go. will go. Hi, Tag. You just called into our station and now you are on the air. Who is this? <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Good morning, guys. This is Patty.
1: Hey, Patty. 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 Patty yeah. uh, <laughs> who's Who's right? Who's wrong here?
4: Well, because I'm calling on my cell phone and I listen via whatever mechanical things happen, I missed probably the last 45 seconds of your conversation. But I called, I dialed the number when I heard you talking about Donna saying it's so dark in the morning. And then, Steve, you're like, oh, December 21st, days, here's the deal. I'm going to try to put it in a capsule. Great. Be- because we live in the northern hemisphere and the Earth is on an axis, it is always tilted on its axis. As the Earth travels around the sun, we can't ever get away from our days getting longer and shorter. Ever. Ever. Because when the sun, excuse me, when the earth is tilted, the axis is towards the sun, that is for us, December 21 to June 21 is when our days get longer. Because we start, the angle of the earth is more towards the sun. When we're in summertime here, Australia is in wintertime. Rise of lights. Because that's when they're (laughs) further away. This whole daylight savings, it would make a change to some extent, but you never, ever, ever physically, scientifically can get away from the days getting shorter and losing sunlight.
1: Now, I agree with you on that. I, I think yeah. I was tracking with all of that, and I get that. Okay. The point okay. that – Donna and I have a point of contention, and, and, and we can leave you on the line for this because Mike looked this up, which was the day before and the day after daylight saving, the, the sunrise – goes from 6, hypothetically, 6.52 yes. to 5.52, which means for the person who wakes in the 6 a.m. hour, it should be brighter the day after we turn the clocks back as opposed to darker. That's my it, it, th-
4: thinking. Yes. So when we did fall behind,
1: uh-huh.
4: which we just did two weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? It was about Two weeks ago? Yep. When I went to bed Saturday night, November 4th, and I went to bed at 10 p.m., and my clock went back, so kind of like I went to bed at 9. Yeah, right, right.
2: It's
1: right? Like time travel.
4: So I went to bed. In. Okay. <laughs> it's the matrix. <laughs> so when we, when I, and I'm a morning person, so Donna, I feel you. Like, when I get up in the morning on Saturday, Sunday morning, November 5th, I wake up at 6 a.m., which for the last few months had felt like 7 a.m., right?
0: Mm-hmm. But now
4: it's 6 a.m. because we moved the clock back. Uh-huh. It has nothing to do, the sunrise time changes because we changed the clock.
1: Right. But if she's waking up at the same time, I think that it's still going to be a little bit brighter. So now let's, let's, let's shift over to Mike. Yes. Mike, you look this up. You know the time that the sun rose so, the day before and then the day after.
2: So the sun rose on November 4th at 7.55 a.m. The next day, it rose at 6.56 a.m. 6.56. Well, it's, Donna, so that's no. You're, to, you're emphasizing something to her amazing. point, though. Hold on. To I her wake point, up though, at six. Every, to your point, though, every two minutes until we get to to December twenty first or whatever it is, the sunrise is actually later. So the next day it was at six fifty six. The next
1: Boo! day it was six fifty eight. The next no, day it was Donna, seven. you're still wrong. Though I no, see I what know. you're saying, Mike, yeah. but no, Donna. When hour, you yeah. came in on Monday, mm-hmm. you were like, "Wow, it's so dark now," but it was fifty nine minutes brighter. You're, you're going, though. It's going to get darker longer, but that was the biggest jump you'd ever see. That was from the darkest to the brightest. You prematurely boomed there.
0: Me go bye-bye now, now.
1: Me <laughs> want people agree with me on email.
0: <laughs> Patty, thank you for your knowledge. Patty! Patty?
2: Patty!
1: Okay, bye, Patty. He don't even reference what he just said,
0: from anymore. He just said it went from 7.55, then when I woke up, the sun didn't rise until 6.56, I'm getting up at 6, so the sun is not risen yet.
1: But it was; it hadn't risen the day before even more. You were even further from sunrise the night before. Now you were much closer to it, which means Correct. it was getting closer to the sun peaking. Well,
0: it's taking its time, I'll just tell you that.
1: I don't want to go to school with you.
0: I don't like science.
1: And until January
2: 20, or excuse me, January 5th, it is going to continue to get darker in the morning until 7.51 is when the anticipated sunrise will be on that date, and then it'll start going back the other way.
1: It's a constant yo-yo. Mm-hmm. Wow, we just did be uh, access. We, just did we did a t- 10 long minutes on that. I feel like everybody's day just got a bit darker just from that segment, and we're sorry... <laughs> Now we'll shift to pet psychics. (laughs) Uh, I got to tell you about pet psychics are on the rise. Donna, I'm curious of what you think of this story that I found on KTLA.com at Los Angeles. Uh, We'll tell you about that when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk.
0: Hey, guys, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. And a heads up, you know, social media might be used against you in a personal injury case. You may or may not have known this, but I learned that from Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. And these days, you know, it is natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, though, insurance adjusters are going to use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. And your social media post it can be twisted it could be taken out of context and that includes not just words but also pictures you've only got a certain window of time to file a claim or you will lose your right to collect any damage it you know any damages for your injury if you've been in an accident don't wait schedule your free case consultation with bradshaw and bryant you can visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Again, set up a free consultation with Mike Bryant or a member of his team, and they'll do everything they can to help you get through this time.
4: Have I got okay, welcome tonight. back. We got a,
0: some explaining to do here. Uh, this yesterday at about 10 o'clock. For
1: my kids. See, I'm just cold and see their reactions. <laughs> I should record their reactions.
0: We, uh... We found this song from 1975 and it is definitely the worst Christmas song you will ever hear in your life.
1: Wait. Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> there are 40 people that have died on that bus. But now it's going to be a good old fashioned
0: Christmas it's the worst song ever. Go back and listen to it if you have a chance. And
2: B. Um, B. Arthur really liked that song, so she decided to uh,
0: put it in. As throw bummer. that in
2: there as anti-hero for like, Taylor good Swift. Good old-fashioned Christmas. <laughs>
0: oh my God, that is so where great! Daddy
1: narrowly escaped death <laughs> in a major bus disaster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no grandma got run over by a reindeer, but.
1: I'll actually, uh,
2: I'll post it. So if anybody can't find it, because, you know, we can't put that on our right. podcast. Yeah, so I'll right. post the YouTube video. Yeah, you can find it. The Linda Bennett in Old Fashioned Christmas. Daddy's home. Perfect.
0: Uh, just for the record, yeah. lots of emails. I know I sound like a dummy.
2: Or people.
1: Uh,
0: I was just telling you my truth, okay? That it's very dark for me in the morning <laughs> at 6 a.m. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying Mm-hmm. That for the rest of the world, it's not brighter out in the morning. I'm just telling you, in my home, it is very dark. Good day.
1: Um, <laughs> that's funny. That, yeah, people are processing here. Yeah, they're like, and look, and I like how it pains people <laughs> to we? say that I am right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 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 long running Donna Steve dynamic. The listeners generally always come to your aid here.
0: Yeah, no, but there. are you But know, sometimes,
1: it. this is a good reminder, too, that sometimes hashtag my truth isn't hashtag the truth. Mic drop.
3: Thank
1: you. It's okay. Now we talk about pet psychics. <laughs> this is interesting. I saw this on KTLA. It says, for centuries, there have been people who claimed they could communicate with the dead, and a subset of folk insisted they could tell you what your dog or cat is thinking. I suspect many, if not most, pet owners dismiss such claims as hokum. This is a commentary article written on KTLA. But the Wall Street Journal says a degree of newfound respectability has come to the cottage industry of pet psychics. Hmm. Pet psychics are making their way from the fringe to socially acceptable, the paper reports. Those who tell others about their experiences with animal communicators say that they are more likely to be asked for referrals than to be mocked. They write, maybe this is a reflection of the less than serious times we seem to inhabit. Or maybe it just speaks to the close ties between people and their critters, especially after the pandemic. Whatever the case, when the Wall Street Journal is treating pet psychics seriously, it's fair to say it's a thing. People book sessions with animal communicators to unravel behavioral issues, to learn about preferences for end-of-life care, yeah. and to... Uh, okay. And then when the time comes to make sure that their pets are enjoying the afterlife. But increasingly, pet psychics say the questions are as simple as, is the cat happy? What more can we do? Um, What kind of money do pet psychics get? They say fat stacks, baby. The journal cites the case of Don Allen. Don Allen was 48, who says she's been communicating psychically with animals for 25 years. She does 30 phone sessions a week at a rate of $85 for 40 minutes. And people don't really seem to think that that's strange. Has there been a cultural shift, she asks? It got way, way normalized. Um, Somebody else who says they can also speak with your horses, your cows, and your pigs if you live on a farm, she charges $550 for 90 minutes.
0: Yeah. 90-minute session,
1: $550.
0: What is she, the vet?
1: She has a wait list of more than 7,600 people. What? Yeah.
0: A lot of them do this like by phone or by email. Yeah. I'd want to like one-on-one in person.
1: I feel like if you were a pet psychic and color me a cynic, that you would want to do it via phone or email so that you didn't have to look at the dog and say like, oh, he's happy. And then he like barks and goes to bite you or something like that. You feel like that's a, you know, they say don't work with kids or animals. They sure do. In Hollywood. Uh, there's a paranormal investigator named Joe, Joe Nickel, who told the Wall Street Journal that pet psychics work much the way that human psychics would work. He said, quote, the so-called successes are an example of counting the hits and ignoring the misses. You can scan over a lot of what's being said and you can find some things that you can connect to. Which is to say, the writer concludes, you believe what you want to believe and you'll pay hundreds of dollars doing it. Pet psychics. What do you think? I mean, there's an interesting little, like, a random, very random op-ed.
0: I'm open to it. I mean, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. Maybe there is something to psychics. I mean, if police departments are using them, right?
1: Do you think a psychic, a pet psychic, could really determine the after, or excuse me, not the afterlife, but the end-of-life care that a dog or a cat prefers? My cynical flags start whipping in the wind right there. Okay,
0: that is a little much, but like figuring out why your cat is afraid of balloons. Maybe there was some trauma or a dream that your cat had once and is afraid of balloons. Maybe a pet psychic can help you get to the bottom of that. Why there's so much separation anxiety. What's going on there?
1: I feel like it's a... A scam? To put it harshly, if not, maybe if I stopped short of that and said, a place to abuse the the position, you know? Because you, guess what? Guess who's never going to check you on it? If you're reading the mind of a dog, the dog can never say after they leave, hey, by the way, I was nodding there, but I do not want to be put down. I would like, you know, there is no, we don't know what their thoughts are, if they ever would be decipherable on an like in an articulate way. So there are zero checks and balances.
0: That is correct. Zero. It's called faith.
1: Everybody believes in something.
0: hmm You can't prove it. Isn't that what faith is? It's just something you believe.
1: Yeah. I don't believe in pet psychics.
0: Okay. I respect that.
1: Thank you, Donna. Thank you. Thank you.
0: You're, you're like my best friend. I don't I, I don't know what else Pleasure. to say. You
1: are for sure one <laughs> of the 15 to 20 people that I work with. Thank you. You want to play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. 651-641-1071. Uh, you can call now. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And it's next.
0: Oh, this would be a good time for me to tell you if you are looking for health insurance. It's open enrollment. And you don't need to look any further than Minsure.org. Minsure can help you find, choose, and enroll in comprehensive health coverage. And it's the only place to get financial help to lower the cost of insurance. And by the way, this is a free service. You could find the right insurance for you and your family. And keep in mind that most Minnesotans actually qualify for financial help uh certified mensure Assistors are waiting to help you they can do it in person they can do it over the phone they can do it virtually I know how overwhelming it can be to choose the right health care coverage, so it's nice to know that there is free help out there for you. If you lost medical assistance or Minnesota care, you may be able to get new coverage through Minsure. Minsure does not sell health insurance. They help you. They help you find it. You could get started today to find quality, comprehensive health insurance at Minsure.org. That's Minsure.org. Oh, wow. Hi. What's up? Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun sometimes.
1: We're burning up in here. It is is so so hot hot in this office.
0: Welcome to my world.
1: Is this what menopause is like?
0: I don't, you know, I've always hated being hot. Me too. I'd rather be cold than hot. Me too. Right? And I've had a friend staying with me recently and she was always cold. We went to the Minnesota Zoo, and I was like, well, just put a jacket on or something else on top of that. She's like, why are people walking around with just flannel shirts? I go, we're hardy people.
1: Yeah, plus once you have to to prepare when you're at the zoo in a quarter month, how your body temperature will go up after you start walking. So you don't want to be in a heavy coat.
0: Right, unless you want to carry it. You damn right. All right, let's play a little game. Time to go to college. College. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter.
3: Donna. Donna's a smart
2: one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun.
0: And here's your host, the Big
4: Zamboni. I want to
0: see how smart you are.
2: It is time to find out how smart the two of you are about a particular subject in pop culture. Now, it was 33 years ago today, the LA Times newspaper headline read, "Millie Vanilli Didn't Sing.
0: Oh my gosh, there's a great documentary out about this. There
2: oh, absolutely is a great documentary. I'd like documentary. to watch that documentary. You yeah. should. It's good. It's embarrassing. Well, we'll find out if it's going to be embarrassing today, guys. The topic for College of Pop Culture Knowledge is Millie Vanilli. Okay, now. All right, then. <laughs> okay.
0: Don't I mean, say anything that relates to them. It could ag- be an
2: answer. Agreed, okay. yeah. Whenever you get one of these very like uh, pigeonholed... Like, Questions, topics, there could be anything that gives it away. So sure. be oh, careful boy. on that. uh We got our friend Gail in line to play with us today. Hey, Gail.
0: Gail. Hi, you guys. Love you guys so much.
1: You oh, do? Hey, Donut, no, like, th- no, no, no. no but, Just okay. say thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Gale. Thank Gail. you, Gail.
1: That's very sweet Love of you. Love you. Uh, Gail, any big Thanksgiving plans? Not yet. Well, you might want to get something on the books.
3: I have to find a tofurkey because I'm a vegan. Oh,
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Now, Gail, with respect, I bet that would taste just absolutely awful.
3: Actually, it's really, no, we've done it every year. It's actually because my daughter's a vegan and they're really
0: good, but they're hard to find. Yeah. uh, Does that have two different things in it? Isn't there something that's like.
1: Do they mold? the... The
0: stuffing is inside of it. It's. I
3: find it really good. It's tofu, right?
1: Yeah, it's tofu. Do they just make it like a a breast of turkey? Like, they're not trying to reform it so that it looks like a fake tofu turkey, are they?
3: Um, Kind of, sort of. Oh, wow. But but, (laughs) it's just a rolled thing, and there's stuffing inside, and they have crammed. I'm sorry. It really is very good. Okay.
4: All right.
1: (laughs) We might have to
0: try it sometime.
1: I'm going to pass... Gail, but I'm happy that you're happy about it. That's great. This is wonderful. Well, I hope that Thanksgiving goes really well for you. We're glad that you called in.
0: Well,
3: it's for my kids.
1: So okay, hey, that's a good mother right yes. there. Do it for the Amazing. kids. Do it for the kids. Um, now it's time for us to decide who you would like to team up with. Millie Vanilli is the topic today for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Would you like to team up with Donna or Steve? I feel
0: horrible. <laughs> you I don't, don't she's have to go with me. You don't have to feel <laughs> horrible either way. I'm oh, making go with Steve. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. It's Steve. okay. It's okay. Guys, <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> you don't have to respond like that when you team up with me. Did you hear that? It was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't have. I'm sorry. Steve, you are
0: beloved. People just don't want you to know. All
1: right. Or to win, apparently. Donna, go oh. grab us some candy.
2: Hey. 121-118 is what the score is at. Steve does indeed have the lead, and him and Gail will be playing today. College of Pop Culture Knowledge, it's all about Millie Vanilli. You ready to do this, Steve? I'm ready. All right, let's get it started. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know, I feel like we
1: need that as a drop I, now. I'm going to go with Steve. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. No.
2: Let's start with this one here. Okay. The first public sign of a lip-syncing controversy came on July 21st, 1989, when during a live performance on MTV, a hard drive issue caused the track to repeat, Girl, you know it's, girl, you know it's, girl, you know it's. What is the next word of their top five hit? True. Kenan Ivory and Damon Waynes parodied the group on a 1990 episode of this TV show. In Living Color. Nina Cherry, Soul a Soul, Indigo Girls, and This Wild Thing rapper were the other nominees of the now vacated New Artist of the Year Grammy in 1990. Say it again. Nina Cherry, Soul a Soul, Indigo Girls, and This Wild Thing rapper were the other nominees. Tone nomine- Loke. Alright, you got seven wow,
1: seconds. Thanks. Yeah, I think that's Tone Loke. Uh, I just want to shout it out to People with artificial Christmas trees, is the way to go. There you go.
2: Well, you artificial Christmas tree owners. Yeah, you a real tree guy or a fake tree? Fake tree guy. Fake tree, yeah. Definitely yeah. a fake tree guy. All right, let's uh, let's let's bring Gail back in. Yeah. Gail, no, let's bring Donna back in first. Oh, no, we have to bring Gail in first. <laughs> oh, that's right. We do have to bring Gail in first. Hi, Gail. I got a good feeling. I remember how Hi. this game works.
3: Hey, I'm an oh. artificial tree girl. You're
1: artificial that's tree girl. girl, too? Yes. Well, yeah, I <laughs> figured so. Cause...
3: It, and then we bring it down every year and just like. Plug
1: in. That is not surprising because you already told us that you're an artificial turkey gal. see You know? Gosh. Yes. <laughs>
2: is anything real during the holidays that you do? Right. On <laughs> uh, my animals.
1: There you go. There you <laughs> go. All uh, right.
2: You heard his answers. Again, Millie Vanilli, the trivia. You heard his three answers. How'd you feel like he did?
3: I'm thinking he probably knows that stuff because he's in the television
2: industry. Yes, so okay. Queen. Okay, so you don't want to change anything? You're cool with all those answers?
1: No, I'm good.
2: All right, Gail, you're going back on hold. We're going to bring Donna back in here.
1: All right, G.D., what did we get here? Oh, Skittles. We got some Skittles laid out on a mirror. Taste the rainbow. Yeah, we're about to. This is great. Hey, Donna, welcome back. How's the, uh, what's the scuttlebutt out there in the Uh, old bullpen, as it were?
0: Pretty quiet. B. Arthur's working quietly in her um, cave.
1: Oh, is there smoke coming from under the door? (laughs)
0: <laughs> there's like evil music playing <laughs>
2: um
0: yeah and it's, it's pretty quiet pretty quiet thank you i got busted stealing candy Dang it. it's fine told him to put it on our tab all right how'd you do
1: very well i think really I think two out of three, but maybe three out of three. All right. All right. Let's run through these
2: again. Score 121, Steve. 118, Donna. Let's see how you can do, Donna. We'll start things off with this first one again, Millie Vanilli, the category today for College of Pop Culture Knowledge. The first public sign of a possible lip-syncing controversy came on July 21st, 1989, when during a live performance on MTV, a hard drive issue caused the track to repeat... Girl, you know it's, girl, you know it's, girl, you know it's, what is the next word of their top five hit?
0: (laughs) It's true. Girl, you know
2: it's true. Keenan Ivory and Damon Wayans parodied the group on this 1990 episode of uh, this TV show.
0: In Living Color.
2: Nina Cherry, Soul to Soul, Indigo Girls, and This Wild Thing rapper were the other nominees for the now vacated New Artist of the Year Grammy in 1990. What's the ne- question? Nina Cherry, Soul to Soul, Indigo Girls, and This Wild Thing rapper were Wild the other nominees. Uh, is that Tone
0: Loke? Tone You've Loke. Got five
2: seconds. That's your answer? I think so. I think it's Tone Loke. Okay. Anything you like repeated? Nah. All right. Let's run through these answers here. Start things off with the first one. Girl, you know it's. Girl, you know it's. Girl, you know <laughs> it's. And then someone kicked Bummer. it. And finally it said, girl, you know it's true. You guys got that right. Nice yeah. Goal. Yeah. That would be rather embarrassing. Mm. Yeah, apparently that was the first sign. Uh, it took a, almost a year for them to actually come out and admit it. Uh, moving to the second one, Keenan Ivory and Damon Wayans par- parodied the group on a 1990 episode of this TV show, in Living Color. Yeah. Yes, you both nailed that one. And that brings us to our final one. Nina Cherry, Soul to Soul, Indigo Girls and this Wild Thing rapper were the other nominees for the now vacated New Artist of the Year Grammy in 1990. It would have been too obvious if I said this Funky Co Medina rapper. Oh. So I said Wild Thing and you're both right. It's yeah. Tone low Yo, Nicely whoa. done.
1: Here we All go. Right. Now so we go to the tiebreaker. Running oh, right
2: through them. We head to the tiebreaker. Gail, that means you're playing too.
4: I
3: guess.
2: Yeah. So if you think you know the answer to this question, you yell out your name. That's your buzzer. If you're right, you win. If you're wrong, your opponent gets to hear the remainder of the question. And in this case, (laughs) a little bit of audio. She's ready to go. Let's do this. Again, Millie Vanilli, the topic today. Girl, I'm going to miss you. Baby, don't forget my number. Mm -hmm. And this song hurt.
0: Oh, come on.
2: Don't blame it on the rain. Gotta. Don't blame blame it on the rain. That's
0: not right. It's blame it on the rain. Winner. Boom.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Donna's the winner. Donna wins. I prematurely hit the ding. I apologize. That should have been a boom, and this should have been a ding for Donna, because Blame It on the Rain is the actual song. Here it is for you. Yeah, that's... It's Blame It on the Rain.
0: I love this song.
1: I hate this song, (laughs) now.
0: Well, don't blame it on the rain. Blame
2: it on the rain. Blame it on the rain. The Gotta blame it on something. something. He doesn't hey. say don't.
0: Well, who should you blame it on? Blame it on the rain falling, falling. Blame sorry, Steve.
2: Sorry, Steve, and sorry, sorry Gail. Gail. What uh, a heartbreaker. Donna on a, it's a little bit of a technicality, but you're exactly right. The song is Blame it on the rain. Nicely done, oh, yeah,
0: Donna. Thank you. She out. What was I'm that? sorry. Did you say you got tissue box out? Oh.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Gail. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that, that Steve is awful. am sorry, Donna, did that to you. the gun. <laughs> to. Steve, you I don't knew. even know that song. I do. Well, not as well as I thought I did.
3: <laughs> well, you played it. Now I'm going, oh, I know that song. I know. You know how old I am? In my mid-60s, I should know better. <laughs>
1: Listen, no. we're all just doing our best. <laughs> we're trying. Yeah, and
0: age is just a number baby don't I forget know. my number
3: 57. <laughs> if you question me and a bunch of other things i'm sure i could deliver
1: listen you're Gail, my best you're friend.
0: awesome you're a winner in our book every time
1: i hope the tofurkey is a hit
0: <laughs> it is it's really good you guys don't get me wrong all right we might have to try it we might have to try it sometime
1: what Steve? is somebody gonna make us a tofurkey yeah why don't you if you make it i'll try it donna
0: why don't we ask brian down in the calf mm. to make it. That would be a fun treat.
1: <sighs> a fun treat. <laughs> tofu turkey.
0: We were just talking yesterday about... It's not about- tofu turkey. It's tofurkey.
1: Why turkey is so under-eaten the rest of the year?
0: I eat turkey many times a week. But like Maybe a- not a bait. I wouldn't like roast a turkey.
1: Right. yeah you sure. You're having turkey burgers and stuff like that. Yeah, but like turkey, I mean, yum yum. The, the, the Thanksgiving meal is such a satisfying meal, and it's funny that we don't make it more often. I suppose it makes it special.
0: You could do it on Christmas.
1: We do roast beef on Christmas.
0: Oh, that's nice. You don't do ham?
1: We've been doing some ham on Thanksgiving. I see alongside the turkey love it we did steak a few years ago
0: even better for steak lovers thank you we gotta go we're out of time okay dang it i had some tips i mean do you want the tips
1: let's just do them after the break i'm feeling kind of down
0: six rules for group text when we come right back on i talk one oh seven one.
1: Hey friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com.
0: Doobie, doobie, doo. and if I had an airplane, hey, welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. All right, we didn't get to it because we ran out of time from the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, mm-hmm. but it got a fun tip. This will be a fun convo.
1: Time for a tip. Everybody on the
4: show.
0: are six rules for group texts.
1: This is good. This is good for everybody.
0: So I have a group text that goes on between it's just always there kind yep. of. Oh yeah. So it's between my bestie back in Jersey, her husband, their kids and then their significant others and me. Okay. Okay. It's like a travel group. Oh, okay. But we keep each other, you know, abreast of things. Mm. So Sometimes I get, like, stressed. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't see all these texts. I got to respond. I got to hit, a, like, a, you know, a like button and all that. Yeah. So here are some rules, okay? We should all be following. Number one, additions to the group chats must be approved by the group. For sure. And by the person you're adding. Don't oh, yeah. just toss someone in there. You have to ask.
1: Absolutely.
0: Good to know. Because then if people don't know that you added someone that can become weird.
1: For sure. Oh, my gosh.
0: Thank you for agreeing with me, Yeah, so
1: far, this is very good.
0: Number two. Of six? Correct. Respond whenever you want. You shouldn't feel pressure to reply right away like I do. In general, there should be a 48-hour grace period. After that, just move on. No one cares what someone said two days after the fact. Okay, okay, I'm listening. This is a
1: learning moment for you. I'm
0: listening. Number three. Making fun of Android users for their green bubble is allowed. Acceptable,
1: yes. What? <laughs> what does that mean? They screw up, too, when you send videos and stuff. Or if you like a comment, then it co-
2: sends it as a message to them instead of the little somebody liked it. Oh, what does it say? Oh, is it that just, when it, well, instead of seeing a thumbs up when you like somebody's like comment, yeah. it just says so-and-so,
1: Mike, liked this oh, comment. Or yeah, oh, or yeah. Brew just emphasized a yeah, message. Exactly. Oh, yeah, those people need to be made for Interesting. Them.
0: Okay, so this was obviously written by an iPhone user. Um Google blames Apple by the way for the whole green bubble thing and for compressed videos too. Number 4 of 6 rules for group texts: limit the amount of memes you send.
1: Say more words.
0: Well, no more than 4 memes or GIFs, aka GIFs, in a short period of time. Mm. Okay. Never respond with just the word, ha. That's rule number five.
1: Really? What about ha with an exclamation point? Mm. I feel like that is a more intentional ha.
0: Okay, okay. A single ha can be seen as passive aggressive. Like you really didn't think it was funny. So at least double it up and go with ha ha. Or maybe ha with an exclamation point. Okay. Number six, if it's a work-related group chat, no texting on the weekends. Everyone's work-life balance is stressed enough as it is. Those are your six rules for group texting. Mm. Here's something that I do. Okay. Like if I know the, the comments, the texts are going back and forth, and one person is like at work or possibly sleeping, mm. I'll go right, let's say it's only three people. I'll go right to the other person and eliminate that one person who's sleeping or at work. Because it's annoying to hear your phone constantly dinging. Can I say maybe
1: your heart's in the right place, but you're maybe doing too much. Okay. The Because this goes back to the question of whose responsibility is it? Is it my responsibility as the texter to be aware of what time zone the person is currently in and stuff like that. Cause I'll think about that kind of thing or wh- where they are right, in their day. Right. Or is it the responsibility of the textee, the receiver to just, because you know, you can just go to a thread, a group thread or any thread. Like for instance, I could go to Donna Valentine's. Hang, let me unblock you. really. Okay. All right. So now, okay. So now I can go to Donna Valentine. Okay. I can slide it to the left mm-hmm. and then I can just hit that purple button. Okay. And then, boom, when I hit that purple button, any text that you send me now will be silenced. Okay. So I'll see it. I'll still receive it, but it won't be notifying my phone on my home screen or via a ding or anything like so that. So mute it. So if you're ever... Yeah, but you don't have to mute all of them, nor do you have to mute your phone. But if you have a group thread and it's blowing up and you're at work, just slide to the left. There's a purple button. Hit okay. that purple button and you're good.
0: Thank you. Thank you so uh, much. Look at you're there's- like
1: being a... Um,
0: you're like a tech god.
1: Uh, wait. Hey, what are we doing here? Whoa, hey. <laughs> I like that you're sidling three people over to the side, though. Hey, I know Jenny's got a big presentation today, so let's talk over here. That's sweet.
0: Thank you. I thought for sure you were going to call me a moron.
1: I wanted to say, though, unnecessary, <laughs> but I kept it in.
0: I don't know how to do all the things you do.
1: You text too late, too. I'd like it just as me to you. If a little while has gone on, particularly if we've talked about the thing in the text, don't you don't text me anymore about that thing.
0: Sometimes I do it just to get under your skin, and it does every time.
1: <laughs> Last week she did this. We were te- I texted about something in the show, blah blah blah. Hey, we could do this at eleven, and I think it would be fun. And then she doesn't after respond. A, then after 11. after we've done the segment <laughs> at eleven o'clock, then she texts me, and okay. it says okay. and it works every time because every time i'm like donna oh why are you doing this but you're tricking me who's the dummy now i'm the dummy now
0: and forever
1: is this a new trend two dishwashers in your house
0: two dishwashers did you say washers
1: how do you say it oh wow
0: you didn't really say it that way you dummy
1: i did say that way just to be silly I've, I have some I friends was, back in Pittsburgh who say Warsh. I was
2: about to say, you uh, not only share a birthday with my mother, but now you say dishwasher the
1: same way. you say dishwasher. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah, we got a friend back in Pittsburgh who says, like, Washington. Like, oh, you ever go see the White House in Washington, D.C.? No, I haven't. I have not been to the fictitious land that you speak of in Washington, D.C. Uh, okay, total first world problem, but the internet threw it up, and I thought, this is kind of interesting. Uh, some people, they say it's kind of a new trend. People are getting installed a second dishwasher. Why? A report asked people who have two dishwashers, why?
0: You probably would benefit from I that. I
1: would love it. And they say that the benefits include having additional room to wash pots and pans, having a separate dishwasher for the kids' stuff, having the space to clean up after a dinner party without doing it in shifts, having an overflow space for uneven times, like when you have more cups than plates one day and more plates than cups the other day. And to always have one that's dedicated to clean dishes while the other can be for collecting dirty ones. But I, I actually think that there is a total first world thing. But I get that, that if you could have two, because what's a bummer is when you have the dishwasher, but you also have a full sink because of the, yeah. you know, the, the, you the pace of undoing yeah. them. Yes, and there's always a little bit of a backup. I feel like that is a pretty practical thing. And a lot of people have two refrigerators. They have a True. refrigerator in their home. They got another one or a deep freezer out in sure. the, the garage, something like that. You have multiple fridges, Donna. I do. How many?
0: Two. I have one in the lower level mm. and one on the main floor.
1: Okay. I have one in the kitchen and one in the garage.
0: Okay. Same difference, right? Yeah. Same thing.
1: Putting it in the garage shows a touch less pretentious, but still, it's <laughs> the, it's the <laughs> same thing. You're right. And it's, it's in the, same the laundry thing.
0: room. I have another fridge in the laundry room. Oh. That's where it was when I moved in.
1: It's a big fridge.
0: It's a full-size fridge.
1: You keep stuff in there?
0: Uh, Rumi keeps a lot of, you know, drinks, water. It's like his beer fridge? No, no beer. Just, you know, water. What do you call, um, how do you say? Terrible use of this refrigerators. Soft drinks. I know. Well, it wasn't meant to be solely his. It kind of has become that.
1: Raise, hit. I mean, what's this guy? <laughs> this roommate needs to... I'm not sure. He's feeling like a barnacle on the bottom no, of the ship. He's
0: good. He's good. Anyway. Fun. Nice talking to you.
1: Well, why don't we talk more next hour? Because we've got a lot coming up at 1130. We're going to play Whose Voice Is It Anyway? That's going to be fun.
0: Also, Mike went to the Marvels. We'll find out what's going on there at 1115 in lieu of a study.
1: And Donna has figured out everything that we need to know about the last season of The Crown. All right, so buckle up. Things about to get royal up in this BII. That when we come back, Don and Steve.